One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And we are joined today by Cherry Healy. Oh, the I'm telly! Back. Cherry Healy off the telly! Yeah! Yes. Master Chef star! Oh, wow, that was a thing. And author, it? of course, of the amazing book Letters to My Fanny, which we've talked about on a previous episode. Yeah. And recently, a woman who rode a bike on the telly. <laughs> okay, not just rode a bike on the telly, but rode my own personal mum bike. In the Olympic velodrome. I know. In what? my big mum coat with my actual real bear's child seat in the back. They yes. were like, bring your bike and, and keep it real. I was like, do you want me to take off all the like mum crap? They were like, no, no, want the whole shebang. They went, wear what you wear on the school run. I was like, a massive flappy coat and big hair. And nothing else. And <laughs> naked. naked. I'm a flasher. Naked. I went to the sexy dad from 2B to walk past. <laughs> Oh, God, it works every time. (laughs) Um, Why were you doing that? Why were you in the velodrome? Because we were making a programme about bicycles for Inside the Factory, BBC Mm. Two, and we were looking at aerodynamics. And so they made me go around the track and they timed me just on my on my big ding-a-ling-a-ling ding-a-ling <laughs> and if and what makes me laugh about watching it I watched it last night is that I'm giving it some and it, in a way I'm like in, in a way I feel weirdly endeared by myself I'm like you're on national television this is just exactly the time to, to look cool and, and I look like a dick and that is because someone's Dorky gone helmet. I'll time you and it's like a two year old and you go how quick can you get my jumper I'll time you and I'm the I'm, it's like I'm I'm 36 years old. I have two children, and I'm the same. If you say I'll time you, I'm like, okay, I'm going. And then they took off the child seat, and they took off the bicycle, and they timed me again, and I was faster. Oh. Maybe one of the most magical TV experiences I've ever had. It was like money can't buy this. This is really exceptional. Yeah. Well, I, I have to. I missed you at the velodrome, but I did watch you avidly on Celebrity MasterChef. Oh. which I always watch which I, but you were genuinely one of my favourite contestants because I felt like you were trying to do something a bit different Cherry was that right? Thank you Ellie You are Thank welcome Thank you You are welcome I tried to do something different you know I am an experimental cook and at home I try to give it some Yeah I have grown up in a very traditional British household with a stunningly good cook for a mum you know, shepherd's pie and stew. And those are all lovely, like perfect roasts. And But you know what? That's not actually my taste. Mm. Like when my mum cooks, you know, angels sing. She's a magical cook. But I, actually, I, I'm quite drawn to South American cooking. I like Peruvian cooking. I like Mexican, um, Chilean. I like spices. And, you know, what I love about Peruvian cooking is it is a uh, fusion of Japanese and Mexican. 
or South American. Oh, okay. So it's really interesting. It's like ceviche and mm. um, fish tacos and yeah. lots of spices. It's not too heavy. It's not too cheesy. It's full of flavour. It's really interesting and crispy and delicious. So I thought, why not be authentic to my true self mm. and cook what I really love? But it was quite wacky in that there's only one, there's only two ceviche restaurants in London. It's quite a new thing. Mm. I mean, I was going to make ceviche. Thank God I didn't. I think people would have cried <laughs> in my Wallace face. would have exploded. Would Ow. have exploded. There's but no think... sugar in this. I don't like it. <laughs> they do like more traditional meals, to be fair. Mm. And, you know, celebrity MasterChef and normal MasterChef are not the same. Mm. You know, MasterChef, I think, does encourage more experimental cooking. Yeah, I have to say, like, I, and I'm not, I specifically, I'm not talking about you, and not just because you're here, but I feel like with Celebrity MasterChef, the bloke out Cannonball is getting patted on the head for not completely fucking up a lasagna. Do you know what I mean? We can all do that. He's a lovely man, I'm sure, Cherry. He was actually a darling. I'm and sure he, he always was. wore really high quality cashmere jumpers. <laughs> well, he's made his money. He's now living oh, the life. He's living the life. Who else? Who was in your group? Who else is he in was, your group? Do you know what? The Canon Ball guy was absolutely divine. <laughs> I love how we, even you who were on the program can't remember whether he was Canon or Ball. You don't even know. <laughs> that guy. You that don't guy even know. I'm pretty it sure. Was Tommy Cannon. Tommy, no. Oh, my God. So he was lovely with his cashmere jumpers. My, I have to say my favourite, so, you know, partly because I spent the most time with them, but also partly because of the magicalness of their human. Audley Harrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, boxer. The Olympic boxer, yeah. Gold medal winning Olympic boxer. I think he's MBE. Um, he is just... Wearing a hairnet. That's Wearing what I think. a hairnet. <laughs> Huge gold medal winning boxer in a fucking hairnet. Come on. Oh my God. But like he Levin, was surely. so, um, so wise and thoughtful mm. and that really came at it like an athlete. And then you've got Jimmy, Jimmy Osmond. Oh, oh. I Stop. see. I watch. Oh. I watch it with my five-year-old son because he's not really allowed to watch telly in the mornings. But I'm like, I let you watch Celebrity MasterChef because I want to watch it. It's educational. It we is. watch it together. And um, I tried to like make you his favourite because I was like, um, that's that's Mummy's friend. I took a bit of a liberty. I've only met you once. Jimmy, we love Jimmy. He wants. Do you yeah. know why? It's because Jimmy emits the goodness of all that is good and true. Yes. yes. And and everyone that meets him it falls a little bit in love with him. Yeah. And he is smiley and funny and self-derogatory and humble, but really encouraging. And he tries really hard and gets it right sometimes and gets it wrong sometimes. And he's like one of the most humble, funny, sweet, clever people I've ever met. Like I literally totally fell in love with him mm. he was such a sweet person you know he was the thing he was most excited about was he was like well you know if I don't make it through this round I can't wait to get on the plane and see my wife oh, oh you know he was yeah. such a darling I really love why so isn't was, he running for president like, so honestly <laughs> honestly I cannot he would be the most amazing president is there anyone you didn't get on with so well yes who are you, do you not I want to say you're going to be really professional? Say. No, 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 that's fine. That's can't really say. Fair. But we know I'm going to watch them all back now on iPlayer. You'll know. It was a guy and 
Um, I just found him to be very, um, just very arrogant. And uh, it wasn't Gleb, by the way, because Gleb was the other person in my group. Ooh, right. uh, I love Gleb. Oh, he was a sweetheart, <laughs> so lovely. And I couldn't have been happy to be on his team. And we had Oven Gate, where he didn't look in the oven and in our kind of. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was, that was <laughs> oh my god. Like... But also, you have to remember, he comes from a completely different culture mm. where you don't use the oven so much. You don't roast everything. Yeah. Right. You know. So when he walked into that, um, you know, that that ensemble, he did the oven just didn't cross his mind mm. it just didn't but again he picked up the ingredient he was like white wine chicken stock salt and pepper what the fuck is that yeah. it's like any British person would go gravy <laughs> gravy but he doesn't eat gravy so to him it was like are we huh? making a cocktail <laughs> It wasn't you who you covered all the ingredients you decided like, oh, not to use God. your tea towels. And the first thing you did was he came in the kitchen and lifted all the tea towels and went, That must be what she wants me to do. And it was like having a conversation with my husband. I was just like, No, why? No, surely not. Surely <laughs> it was covered. But I've got to say, he is the actual most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. Really? He's so beautiful that the cameramen were talking about him after he left the room. <laughs> And at one point we were doing these press stills and we were in this big kind of, you know, they, they have the, that big kind of selfie light that makes you look beautiful. Yes. He had stood by that light to have his a PR picture. And when he left, the cameramen were like, I mean, it's God, it's like, how is a person, how is someone that beautiful? And I was like, I'm right here, okay? It's my turn. I want to be beautiful in the here beautiful light. The chop liver. <laughs> <laughs> I had that bit. I'm just using this as an excuse now to show off about my new television program, uh, Dara <laughs> yes, O'Brien's Go Eight Bit. Oh, thank you for asking, Cherry. <laughs> um, Dara O'Brien's Go Eight Bit is a new uh, sort of video games game show with celebrities and comedians, and I'm and like the gamers expert. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like the Carol Vorderman of video games apparently now <laughs> so that's good. no no so it's exciting. So we had David James on, and I don't really care about football. And then I met him, and I was like. Ah, and he has these amazing eyes and like he's very dapper and he just has this presence and it was like like everyone on the set was like David James is it's like being in the presence of Aslan (laughs) there's something about this dude it's awesome Oh, yeah, he's a nice yes. man. Yeah, nice, <laughs> ma- nice man. Licked him. Didn't go down well. Have you licked him? No, I tried. <laughs> what? what? Sexually? Wow. Did you try to sexually no, no. lick him? You know what? I, I, held, uh, I, held, I held myself back because I, I felt like I didn't want to be in Operation U tree at any point. <laughs> but I am... Um, no, no. I mean, so there are some people who are just radiant. Um, can I ask you a quick question? Um, when is your show on? Uh, it starts on the 5th of September on Dave and it's on every Monday night at 10 o'clock. That's six weeks. Kind yeah. of yeah. huge. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it's that goes. Be great. I went to two of the six recordings, and Ellie was hilarious. Of course, I can say that. Thank you. But it is a really funny show. I know nothing about video games, so basically they've got Dara Breen as the big head guy. Yeah, he's some comedian or something. I hadn't really heard who's of him. He? I don't know, yeah. Anyway, uh, and then they've got Sam and Steve, who are like team captains, and then they've got some celebrities, and they play mm. like. Street Fighter and Sega games and like all these retro also Sega games (laughs) and Sega games (laughs) but I like the Sega games they're fun big Bob Bob Seger fan myself (laughs) Uh, Bob Bob Seger's Return to Mario Land is probably my favourite of the Sega games yeah uh, anyway, um, so I did. You feel really proud yeah, when you were yeah. watching her. Did you go? She's my friend. She's my friend. I was taking little 
photos oh, and God, stuff. It was very magic. exciting. But I don't know anything about computer games and seriously laughed my tits off because you've got people playing old school video games and there's a lot of people who don't know what they're doing as well. But it's just funny. It's just a funny show. And so, and there's Ellie who's like the expert and she explains it so you actually understand what's going on. Do you really understand what's going on? She does. Yeah. How? I'm a massive nerd. Do you love video games? I, well, you know what it's like? I, I did, growing up, I loved video games. I played them all the time. Um, and now I've been in the industry for 15 years. So now it is more like, it's my job, right? Yes, so I, it's more I like an academic it. pursuit. Yeah, yes. I, let's say that. That's a good way to positively describe Now she's it. making some cash out of it. Private dancer. <laughs> money. Oh, God. She'd haunt herself on the telly. <laughs> but anyway, enough about me, Cherry. Never Lee. enough. Oh, I, we've got you on the podcast again because we talked about your amazing book, Letters to My Fanny. Please buy it. It's amazing. But I thought we'd get you back on because one of the things that we touched on in the previous podcast was, I guess, the theme of like just getting your shit together. And one of the things that struck me from the last podcast is when you talked about we were in the rush hour mm-hmm. and and a lot of people have talked to us about that and what you said and that how do we get how do we get our shit together now that we're all in this you know we are doing telly shows we're looking after kids we're yeah worming dogs we're yes. as I was doing oh but three hours ago getting nits out of my own hair um, and I thought that it would be great. Hair looks really great, by the it's way, right so, now. So, do you know what the magic of knit, good knit comb? It, it actually clears your dandruff because it's, oh, uh, it's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. It's your, really hair, good. your hair is radiant like Jimmy Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's like an yeah. American soap star. It's like Gleb in hair. Yeah, that's right. Every time you turn your head that way, I think Oprah's in the room. Yeah. Oh, oh, amazing. Oh, I'm radiant. getting wise. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk to you about because you you were a telly star before you had kids because you're you know you're doing stuff, Cherry. Do you know what? I have to say that I, yes, I'm doing stuff, but I do have a job where I earn enough that I can have days at home. In my former job, it was very much nine to five, Monday to Friday. What was that? What were you doing then? I was working in a business development company. Where are you now? um, Business development. Business development. I was their business model. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> knowing nothing about business I can barely count um, doing um, I was doing their events uh, organising oh. booking people on Excel training courses oh. I know exciting stuff I know what it is to do a 9 to 5 job and to do the grind mm. and um, for that to be the thing you need to do because of the money that you get paid to uh, you know so I'm very grateful that I have a job that I can pay my mortgage and bills and childcare but also do it in a freelancing way so I mm. do get good time with my kids mm. but how did, how did you get there how did you get from the business development to the the freelancing I was um I was cooking miserable Jimmy Osmond. <laughs> I was yes that's a what was big your journey I would love to go back to myself sitting depressed in the kitchen chair going I fucking hate my job how do I get out of this going you know what one day you'll be on MasterChef with Jimmy Osmond <laughs> So chill, chill, babes. You, you know what, chill. You need, you need, like, the fairy godmother to just come go, in going, darling, is, darling, 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 darling. Just, 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 this is just part of the tapestry of your life, but some wacky <laughs> shit's going to happen. <laughs> Don't right. worry. It's all going to come good. Yeah. Yeah. This is just fine. the arrow in the eye bit, but later <laughs> on, think a bit backwards. It's all going to be all right. Honestly, don't you think, how, how amazing would it be if you could have a couple of those in your life that you could go back to your former self and go... I know it sucks now. Mm. Your heart is broken, but you meet someone 
just wonderful later and this yeah. is all part of the learning yeah wouldn't that be amazing yeah to do that mm. there's so many different points in my life where i could have used a little angel just going i know it sucks now but yeah. it's okay just play some R.E.M. Yes. Smoke a spliff. You'll be fine. Listen to Natalie and Brulee. Pretend <laughs> your heart. Cut your hair and wear a hoodie. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, so, so basically, I was uh, working in business development, and I knew I hated it. And I just thought, I've got to quit this job. And so I did. And I moved back with my parents, which went down medium to well. <laughs> and um, I got a job at the BBC after petitioning them many, many, many times. I got a job as a runner. And what, I, so you just wrote to them and rang my I, I applied for their runner course right. um, like three times and got in. Um, and then I just worked my absolute socks off when I was there because I loved it and I knew from my heart that I, I wanted to work in telly. Mm. Like, and I still do, you know, it's the party I want to be at very much. So then I went, ran a researcher, assistant producer, and then I got offered to make a documentary. And a friend of mine who was a producer said, you are so nosy and you want to get inside people's lives and it's just awful and embarrassing, but this might be a channel for you to like get rid of some of that. So then we did a tape and... BBC Three said, yes, let's give you a go. And I made a programme about alcohol and I got really pissed with loads of different women and oh threw up on God, camera. It was literally the dream. So Imagine making a whole series of stuff about people getting pissed with women. That sounds ludicrous. What a then, waste of time. But also, and then being allowed to ask them like the deepest, darkest questions of their life. Oh. And then and then and then it kind of never stopped. I've always held it in my hand like a like a like a bird, like a delicate bird. And it, and it might fly off at any time. It's a weird job because you're waiting for other people to give you work. The older I get, the more I learn how to generate my own work. But at the beginning, I was so really naive and I just kind of waited for people to commission me. But what I've realised now is just, you know what, take this as it is. You lo- I absolutely love presenting. It's magic. I've got two kids and I've got a mortgage and I'm writing and I'm doing my website and a podcast and all these other things. Just chill. That, yeah. is in, that is more than enough. That is so enough. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Awesome. That is me in a nutshell. That's that's a big old nutshell. It's a big yeah. old bloody nutshell. Yeah, well, shall we move on to our uh, next section, Helen? We've done career chat. We've cracked that nut. So the next section I wanted to do was what I want to be when I grow up. I I wanted to talk to you about this because your your whole like TV career is about being, uh, I guess, researching other people's careers and lives. I thought, and do you ever, when you're interviewing these people going, actually, screw telly, I want to do what that guy does at the pasta <laughs> factory, or now I want to be a cyclist. Like, do you get tempted in that way? Every day. Every <laughs> See? Day. It's a good question. Every it took four minutes to say. Single day. But it is an excellent, excellent question. And I think part of the reason that I get that is that I I think I have, and I hope this doesn't sound bragging, I, I haven't really ever said this out loud, so I'll test this out, but I think I have an extremely, extremely acute sense of empathy. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to someone, I feel like I my brain is trying to feel and experience what they're saying and what they're doing. I can't watch scary films because... It feels traumatic to me. So if someone's telling me about the fact that they run this cafe and it's like in the countryside, I'm there with them. Mm. I'm running the cafe. I want to know everything about it. And by the end of that conversation, I want to do that. And I feel it in my heart. And actually, I know about myself not to make big decisions for 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I get back on the train, I'm like, I want, I want their, I want to do what they're doing, and it sounds amazing, and it sounds like I'm so happy, and it really works for them, and, and I get on the train, and 24 hours later, after a gin and tonic, I'm like, I'm oh, not wow. them, yeah, <laughs> and I don't have to feel their feelings anymore, yeah. and that's the end. So yes, it's it's a common problem that I find. <laughs> like with you guys, you guys are stand-up comedians and you yeah. work together and you go to each other's houses and there's a big part of me that's like, oh God, I want to like do a have a duo. <laughs> well, let's just say one of us is looking for a new avenue. Yay! So. <laughs> this is considering an audition. Oh, yeah. I'm in it. Well, it's that I mean it sounds like you've hit your, you know, what you wanted. I mean, Ellie Gibson, what what were you thinking of when you were little a little Ellie. Um, when I was little, I wanted... I did actually quite want to be a video game journalist because I read video games magazines and I liked them and I liked playing video games and I liked writing. Um, or an astronaut, quite cool. Fair enough. Or, They're very similar. if I'm quite honest, an air hostess. <laughs> I really quite like the idea of... I really like planes, like flying, quite like the idea of just being... You know, travel. Yeah, and I now realise there's actually a lot of hard work in being an air hostess and you have to deal with absolute assholes, and I probably be absolutely terrible about it um i realized i didn't actually answer your question when i was little i yeah. wanted to be a marine biologist because i think it sounded cool and i yeah. loved sea animals and yeah. i loved the sea and then i realized as i grew up that it involved looking at how far a turtle had moved in six months yeah <laughs> and it's mucky and boring i'm so impatient <laughs> i get annoyed at how quickly it takes to turn off the television i'm not built for no. that marine biology no yeah. that's okay that's cool what about yeah. you Thorne growing up in country Australia what did you what was your dream well obviously to get out I was the daughter of a vicar so initially I remember one of my first things I wanted to be a missionary because we would have like vis- visiting missionaries who come and go hey we came and talked about Jesus in like developing countries and they all loved us and I thought 
Isn't that a lovely job? <laughs> I didn't wow. realise. Well, I thought yeah. missionary was a really cool job. So that was that was that was that. Or a liturgical dancer, because like you know, doing some Christian dancing to music. But yeah, no, I, I was very, I was quite serious. I think as a little kid, so I wanted to do something very earnest, like being a doctor or a nurse or something like that. And then, and then I think when I hit my teens and discovered musical theatre and jazz ballet, I was like, this is it. It's amazing. So yeah, I knew I knew my life would involve being a show off. What do your kids want to be, Helen? They told you. Yeah, Matilda, who's my seven-year-old, definitely a vet. She is a we call you know like God botherers. She's a dog botherer. Everywhere we go, she pats a dog. She often she often barks in public. <laughs> Just like goes. Arr, 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 arr. I'm like. Can we not be dogs today? Just, just right now. In she, she and Bear should hang out because we often play puppies. Yeah. We play puppies oh. sometimes for days. Yeah. Days and days. <laughs> sometimes the only way to get him to eat his broccoli is to pretend it's a doggy treat. Yeah. And then people come over and visit and they go, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, is this weird? <laughs> Sorry, I've been with my kids for ages. I have lost all sense of what's normal. <laughs> when, like when my children like fill up a dish of milk, like, lick it off the floor, <laughs> mummy. I'm like... It's gone too far. It's gone. Not now. <laughs> Sometimes, especially in the school holidays, when you're spending days and days and days, days. with the kids, and like you lose what is okay. <laughs> yeah. The stop. only way I can get my kids into the bath now is if they go on the horsey train. The horsey train is where they both get on me, and Coco's really good. She holds on to Bear. And they hold on to my pigtails and then they ride me to the bath and then I just throw them in by like kicking my butt. It's, it's gone too far. <laughs> How do you get out of there? It's gone too far. <laughs> Are there any jobs you would really hate your children to end up doing? Apart from the obvious, you know, prostitution, perhaps racist murderer. Apart from that. I wouldn't want my kids to be an MP. Yeah. It's a really thankless task. It's really hardcore and you can't please everyone all the time. So you're always going to have people who hate you. Um, I think also maybe not a fishmonger because I think that can be hard for dating Good when call. you're young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Someone's you? Someone's got to do it though. It's a noble profession. And I love my fishmonger. Well, I, I think it's something to do after you've courted and found your wife. Yeah, <laughs> and preferably she's a fishmonger as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, or a fish. Yeah. Ideally, that's <laughs> or, or a little mermaid. Or a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an easy find. There's no, got to be an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of fish. No. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, that was a cheap gag. It's so good though. <laughs> oh. No, Jerry, I, I remember having an argument with my husband before Charlie was born when I was pregnant because we didn't know if he was a boy or a girl. And I said, well, if it's a girl, I would like to call it Lola. And he said, oh no, we can't, we can't call it Lola. And I said, why not? And he said, because, you know, that sounds like she might run off to Vegas and be a showgirl. <laughs> like the and I was like, what? So, well, so maybe if she get even if she goes to Vegas and is a showgirl, she's happy with her life. I'm all right with that. They earn really I mean? great money. Great money, like good, good, good for Lola. I say, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, 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 no. I yeah. love when you have those conversations. Like I wanted to call Matilda Dixie. And Will said, no, that's a porn name. Because <laughs> his last name is Ray. And I was... Being, I mean, he's got a point. Dixie that's Ray. a step too far. Dixie Ray. And we Googled it. And she was a porn star. <laughs> Dixie Ray, I salute you. But, yeah, you, you're not having a second generation in my daughter. But, I, you know, it's, it is hard. Like, the like the, yeah. the names you have. Yeah, like, associate really. what with you. Because did you do that with when you named your kids? You went Coco Well, it's Fernandez. so funny because when, when I named Coco Coco, everyone was like, oh, God, you can't name Coco 
Coco because that isn't that a name of a pet? And I was like, well, funny you should say that because she's named after my first cat <laughs> and my favourite cereal. <laughs> my favourite cereal. <laughs> and they, and you know what? She's like the perfect Coco. She's she just is a she is a Coco completely. Okay. So, I think it's time for Scummy Mummy Confessions. Hooray! Yay! I love Scummy Mummy Confessions. <laughs> right. Are you, you want for a Scummy Mummy Confession, Cherry? Have you got one in the can? They're one of my favourite parts of uh, your podcast. Oh, thank you. Of every single um, episode. One of my um, bad mum confessions is... I once went out really, really late to about five in the morning and um, we have a living au pair and she's really magical. She's like Mary Poppins. I love her very much. We have like a husband-wife relationship pretty much or a wife-wife relationship. And she came downstairs and I had Ben. He was really tiny and sitting on the sink and I turned around and I went, I was out till five in the morning. Five, I was out till five in the morning. I'm so proud of myself. And as I turned around to talk to her, Bear toppled over and fell in the sink and um, it had bubbles and knives in it, and that was fine. <laughs> and uh, and and I and I lifted him out, and he's fine. But I was um, I was not proud. No. I was not proud. And her face said, "Don't be proud of that." No. No. <laughs> but it was very funny. Oh, oh. What oh, about baby. you? Any confessions? <laughs> well, I, I I have a few, but I I must say <laughs> today. Um, in about half an hour before I came on this podcast, I had to comb knits out of my hair before I came here. That is kids, isn't it? Knits and oh, mess and drawing oh, on the wall. Absolutely. I think at the end of the apocalypse, there will be Keith Richards, Donald Trump's <laughs> hair, and my children's knits. <laughs> the, the survivors oh, of the God. apocalypse. Because I, I try and I try and I comb and I frazzle. We've just got to shave our heads, I think. That's it. Anything? I would actually share a confession from my friend Will that I read on Facebook today. He took his little boy swimming. And, uh, you know, you know, we all know swimming is a nightmare. Swimming is a disaster. Like, like his son is about three and you have the whole getting changed. And and he was trying to get his little boy to get changed. And he was just like, oh, come on. Just, just. And he was like, oh, and he just started swearing under his breath. And then his son just piped up. Daddy, how many times? My name is not Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just setting things straight oh, in the little centre. And I just love that. So hello, Will, and hello to your little one. And oh. yes, what a lovely story. I, hello to Will and hello to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Absolutely. Praise be. Long may they both me. reign. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, well I think that's about it, isn't that it? That is it. Thank you very, very much, Cherry. Oh, oh, thank you for oh, having you. Thank the you. nibbles and the wine and the hospitality. I've the wine. It. We yes. must mention we, we must, must wench mention the wine. <laughs> we must wench in the wine. Yes, yes we should. We must wench in the wine. It's from uh, Sean Connery. It's not. It's from the wonderful people at Most Wanted Wines. And we are drinking tonight a Sauvignon Blanc, or a Sauvignon Blanc, as Ellie likes to call it, and most other people. Um, the French, yes, that's right. <laughs> it's a very, very nice wine. And thank you very much to Most Wanted who have given us uh, this wine for the podcast. And they're very reasonably priced, around about $7.99 a that's bottle. That's right. They, I can confirm, Helen, they are seven ninety nine a bottle and they're I available in supermarkets and convenience retailers nationwide, including Co-op, Sainsbury's and Nisa. Is it Ooh. nicer? I don't know. I don't know. You're the one who's... Nicer is nicer though, isn't it? Yeah. It should be called nicer. Yeah. So buy some Most Wanted Wine. They're awesome and they've supported the podcast. So yes! Well, I think we have done enough plugging to secure yes. us another <laughs> case of wine. So okay. Send the wine. 
that we will drink. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And thank you again, Cherry. You've been amazing. Pleasure. Um, love it. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Thorne. Thank you, Ellie. Hey, no I'll worries. S- <laughs> <laughs> I will see you on stage in Winchester on the 29th of September. Oh, okay. I'll be there. Yeah. At the <laughs> Theatre Royal Winchester. Awesome. Book tickets now. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Jim! Hey, this is Cherry Healy off the telly. Hello. <laughs> I watched Jim, all you last night. Oh, on the great. Oh, in great. the factory, yeah. What? Sugar. Oh, yes. Sweet, <laughs> sweet Greg Wallace. I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name, but you're very Cherry. Famous. Cherry. Cherry, yes. Yes. You're, you're, it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, so, I was watching, I said, I'd like to meet you, because then here you are. Oh, right. <laughs> well, Amazing. Yeah. It's like yeah. your dream has come true. It's, it's like great. we organised yeah. it. Especially it's like I dream of Genie, but it's I yeah. dream of Cherry. What's your opinion on burkinis, Dad? Hey, uh, my opinion on burkinis. Well, I, I don't really have an opinion yet. Let yeah. me, let and me also have five minutes. You're a man and not a Muslim. It's almost yeah, like it's not yeah, your business. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, readers. No sound bites from Reasons. Dad. Sorry about that. No Amazing. box pops. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm going Bye. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim. I'll take me lager with it. Don't go without saying goodbye, I Terry. won't. Oh, no, no. Thanks, Jim. Bye-bye. Great. <laughs> yeah. Did he leave his glasses behind? Yeah, I'll give them to him. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.